0: It's time for High School Basketball. This state tournament basketball broadcast on News Channel Nebraska Radio is brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Nutrient Ag Solutions, for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond now let's go live courtside in lincoln for state tournament basketball action
1: and good evening everyone from the davanti center in lincoln the final semi-final for the 2023 state basketball tournament will tip off here in just a few minutes we had overtime in the first d2 semi-final and fall city sacred heart wins the battle of parochial schools on this lenten friday 33-29 to in overtime over Humphrey St. Francis. St. Francis scored two points in the fourth quarter and none in overtime. And Sacred Heart able to win it 33-29. to St. Francis had the ball for the last minute 20 of regulation and never really got a great shot off and could not win a ball game. Something else to consider as we get ready for Shelton and Why Not is that every... D2 state championship game over the last five, six years, excuse me, has involved either Sacred Heart, why not? Or Humphrey St. Francis. Those are the only three schools to be in a D2 final since 2016 when O'Neill St. Mary's got clipped by Why Not in the finals. So it's time to break that up a little bit, and the Shelton Bulldogs, in their second ever appearance at the state tournament, trying to make their second appearance in the state championship game. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show.
2: This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer independent representatives.
3: The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubcode.com. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our gallery. Our towns, our people. If keeping up with real life news and events in the heart of the Tri Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to the Clipper.
1: Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with a location near you for Coach Wiesler and his Blue Devils of Why Not? Things look to be very good on their side, and for Shelton, of course, just the one injury, in Haley Clark, who uh, was injured earlier in the ball game, and was able to uh, suit up. They didn't put her in even though the game was out of hand last night, so uh, that's all that the coach had to say is that they're going to go ahead and uh, suit her up, but she will not play. Obviously, Haley was a big part of this program her entire four years and got injured. Midway through this season. That's our entry report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. We'll take a look at the starting lineups in a moment here on The 5. Kerwin and Lisa Stewart from Shelton would like to congratulate the
0: Shelton Bulldogs on all the accomplishments this winter sports season. We are very proud of all of you. Go Bulldogs!
4: Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank.
1: And time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, starting with the visitors. The Blue Devils of Wynot. they were actually the highest seed to win a state tournament quarterfinal game in any of the classes, coming in as the number six seed, knocking off the three seed, O'Neill St. Mary's. They'll go at number five, 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 junior, Myra Sudbeck. She averages five points and two and a half rebounds a game. Number 10, five, 11 junior, is Allison Weasler. Weasler averages six and a half points and five rebounds a game. Number thirteen, a five-foot-six-inch junior, Kinsley Hymas, nine points, two and a half boards a game. Number fourteen, five-nine junior, Kayla Pinkelman, five points, three and a half rebounds a game. And number fifteen, the leading scorer, five-eight senior Amber Lawson, just over eleven points and six and a half rebounds per basketball game. The head coach of the Why Not Blue Devils is Steve Wiesler, assisted by Kelly Wiesler and Shelly Arkfeld. They come in with a record of 17-9, and defeating Howells Dodge and Humphrey St. Francis in the sub-districts and Overton in the district final. And as we said, they took care of O'Neill St. Mary's yesterday in the opening round in a high-scoring game by a score of 53 244 high scoring comparative to some of the games that we have seen. This is their 15th trip to the state tournament. They have been in the state championship game 11 times, winning eight, and they were the runners-up in three others. They were the back-to-back champions in 19 and 20, coming out of the Lewis and Clark Conference. For the Shelton Bulldogs, number 11, five foot 5'5 five inch senior Leah Gomez, three and a half points, one rebound. She is the defensive specialist on this team. Number 14, 5'11 inch senior Drew Nemock, just over five points and six and a half rebounds a game. Number 15, 5'11 freshman Aaron Gegg, 8 points. Just under two rebounds a game. Number 33, the 5'9 senior McKenna Willis, the team's leading scorer at 12 and a half points a game. She had 21 last night. She's just over three rebounds. And number 34, 5'8 senior Emily Berglund, 9.5 points and 5.5 rebounds. The head coach of the Shelton Bulldogs is Jeff Thober, assisted by Scott Willis and Brooke Bly, 23-1, defeating Giltner and Lawrence Nelson in the sub-districts. Medicine Valley in the district final and a 52-22 win over Wilcox Hildreth last night, only their second trip to the state tournament. They were in the state finals last year. Unfortunately, the program did not put that in, that they were the state runners-up for Shelton. And those are the starting lineups, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney
0: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area
1: athletes in tonight's
0: game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle.
1: Should be a good one tonight. The veteran, why not Blue Devils, against the still rookie, shelton bulldogs and you've been listening to the hogemeyer hybrids pregame show contact terry and jason stark your hogemeyer hybrid seed dealer the battle of blue and white in the 2023 T2 state semifinals is next on 98.9 the vibe and news nebraska.com
5: experience the landmark difference with the next level of dealer support landmark your local john deere dealer continually works to have parts on hand the first time you walk in the door Our internal route system means we can get the parts to you, typically same or next day, to keep you up and running. At Landmark, we understand time is money. Get more uptime with our after-hours parts and service support on the phone or in the field. Our sales, precision ag, parts and service teams are ready to serve you this planning season. Stop by your local Landmark today to experience the Landmark difference.
1: It'll be Drew Nemock to jump center for Shelton. It'll be Allison Weisler to jump center for Why Not. And we are ready for the 2023 D2 State Semifinals. The ball is in the air, and the opening tip will be controlled by the Blue Devils of Why Not as they go from right to left. Shelton from left to right as you listen along your radio dial here on this Friday night. We'll catch you up on some other scores in a moment, but it gets this man to man a drive and a kick in the corner, a three to start the game. It's around and in for Myra Sudbeck, and why not? hits the first bucket here of this semifinal. They put pressure on. Willis gets through the double team, got tripped up. Where's the foul? No foul called, but they do get it to Nemoch, and she's in the front court. Trapped at midcourt. Willis gets out of there, brings it to the left elbow, spins in the lane, and has her shot blocked out of bounds by Amber Lawson. So it'll be Shelton ball underneath their own hoop. Again, Shelton has played 24 basketball games. Only three of those 24 teams have scored more than 30 points, which you would seem would play well if they can get to the final tomorrow. Inbounds pass to Nemock on the right block. She's trapped. She walked. And that'll be a traveling on Shelton. Tried to get some separation there in the middle of the lane to get the shot up. Unable to do so. And the turnover for the Bulldogs. For why not? They are 17 and 9. But who have they lost to? Homer Early, Humphrey St. Francis, Guardian Angels, Cedar Catholic, Nia Brera, Ponca, Wakefield, Ponca again. A lot of bigger schools. Why not in that northeast Nebraska? Driving in, left-hand runner is going to be no good. Offensive putback though is good. Getting her own rebound, Amber Lawson, and it's a quick 5 0 lead here for Why Not. A little over a minute into the game. Outlet pass, Berglund into the front court. Berglund, instead of going to willis brings it up front here to gomez still a long way away from the three-point arc looks like man-to-man defense try to lob it into nemoc they got it to her left headed layup is up too strong rebound brought down by why not hymas has it and those will have to be shots that shelton converts as they play a team similar to them top of the key reverse at left corner Thinking about the three but not taking it was Sudbeck, who already has made one. Reverse it to the right side, getting in the paint, stepping forward, three-pointer on the way. It's in and out, no good by Wiesler. And the rebound grabbed by Berglund for Shelton. Get it to Willis. Willis down the middle of the floor, has numbers. Willis going to take it right to the rack. Switch hands, missed it. And the rebound brought down. That's two air ball layups, actually, by Shelton as Hymas got the rebound. Why not on the run out? Driving the baseline, looking for some room is going to be Sudbeck. Underneath, a foul going to be called on Geg as Lawson took the shot. And not is really moving the ball well here and is going to get a shot to take two free throws. Aaron Geg with the first foul of the basketball game. Earlier today, St. Cecilia beating Ravenna. Centura coming back to beat Cedar Catholic, and that'll be the D1 final to start things tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. We'll have it for you on ESPN Tri-Cities and KHAS Radio as the free throw is up and in by Lawson. Why not already go to the bench to bring in some fresh legs just two minutes in? So is Coach Dover. That's normal. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. It is 7-0 in favor of why not full court pressure on and Shelton is being bothered by it, they'll get the ball into the hands of Macy Willis who's checked into the ball game, back over to McKenna also coming into the ball game is Maite Mazin and Sidney Gang, Willis drives in, kicks it back out top to Addison Burr so a big shift change here, only McKenna Willis and Nemox staying in there Burr with it on the left wing Burr dribbles into the paint kicks it back out to Mazin to Willis Top of the circle, she'll hold on to it. Now starts to drive, leaves it off for Gag, kicks it out to Burr. Up top, three-pointer, Meza, it's good. Maite Mesa gets the first bucket of the semifinals here for Shelton. 7-3, why not? 5.20 to go here in the first quarter of play. Shelton slapping on some intense defense here, trying to pressure the basketball, Gomez. In this zone, switching off, taking whoever's at the top of the circle. Oh, reached in to poke it away, and they called her for a foul. The difference between a steal and an uncontested layup and a foul, and Mesa with her first personal foul, second team foul on Shelton. Our high school basketball on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by Certified Piedmontese Beef. Italian Heritage Bread, Nebraska raised Perfection. It's lean, it's tender, it's delicious, and they'll ship it right to your doorstep anywhere in the country. Just order up and check it out at cpbeef.com, certified Piedmontese beef. Why not with the basketball in a 7-3 lead? Three minutes gone on the basketball game. Into the contest for the Blue Devils is Laura Haberman. They'll drive right side, shot going to be no good, and Berglund fights for it. It's loose on the ground. It's out of bounds. And they're going to say it's off of Shelton. So why not? We'll get the ball underneath their own hoop. They check with head coach Weasler to get the inbound play. Break, try to flash into the paint, nothing there. Drop it out to the left-hand corner. Dribble drive by Courtney Pinkelman, who's checked in. Courtney now gets it back, looks at the three, can't get it, and the pass is going to get away on the baseline and out of bounds, trying to get it to Kayla Pinkelman on the block. That'll be the first turnover of the game for why not? And coming back in for the Blue Devils will be Sudbeck. And now Annika Hymas comes in. So Coach Weisler has already used nine, make it ten players here in this first four minutes of the game. So going to play Shelton's game a little bit as they throw over the top to Mesa. They got a three on two, but Maite does not attack. Got to attack that. When you break the press, here's going to be a back end by Willis. Her defender falls down. She'll take a left-hand leaner, won't go. Rebound being fought for between two Why Not defenders. And the ball is going to go out of bounds to Why Not after Oleg Oglemuller got the rebound. More substitutions coming into the basketball game. Almost every dead ball here. Both coaches very comfortable with 8, 9, 10 players. 4-0-5 to go in the first quarter. Why not? Jumps out to a 7-3 lead entry pass. Knocked away by Berglund, but deflected right back to Weisler, And Allison will take it at midcourt. Swing it over on the right wing to Hymas. Kinsley swings it left side. Long way away from the hoop. Sudbeck, who started the game with a three, throws it up top and over the outstretched hands of Lawson. Berglund will pick it up. On the run out, Willis coming all the way in. Leans, falls, ball out of bounds off of Whitehot. She was trying to draw the defensive contact and was actually almost faster than the defender. Now back in for Shelton, Nemoc, Gegg, and Gomez. Underneath their own hoop, looking for more points, lob it all the way out top. Drew Nemock has it off the screens to McKenna Willis. She'll stop, she'll shoot the three. It's an air ball, and the rebound will be brought down by Kayla Pinkelman. Up the 4-4, why not? They throw it out, and it's tipped away. Willis hustling back. So she didn't drop her head and pout after missing a three-pointer. She hustled back and deflected the pass out of bounds. State Tournament Basketball brought to you by Maryland Healthcare Your care, our inspiration. Why not? Drops it in. They're trying to get it right back to Sudback, who is the inbounder. They can't. The ball's deflected away. Run down to the opposite corner, and stolen away, Berglund. So why not? Now all of a sudden, with three turnovers in their last four possessions, but so far, Shelton can't take advantage. McKenna Willis leaves it off to Gomez on the right wing. Berglund trying to post up down low, really working on Pinkelman. Gomez with a basketball. Gets it to Berglund outside the paint. Uses her dribbles up. Throws it into the left-hand corner. It's deflected, but Gag has it, and she'll hit a little six-foot runner. Aaron Gag off the deflection and picks it up on the left baseline to cut the lead to two, seven to five. 2.48 to go here. First quarter, dribbling it off their foot. Why not? Trying to force it inside. Turns it over. Outlet pass. Gag, Gomez, layup. We're tied. The first seven to why not. The next seven into the hands here of Shelton. getting some help from the turnovers and their defense, which is always suffocating. Driving the baseline, kicking it back out, reversing it over on the left wing. Here's Lawson into the paint, runs over a defender, and Willis is going to be called for the foul. Two free throws are coming up. First foul of the game on McKenna Willis. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney, Shelton, Ravenna, and the World Wide Web at newschannelnebraska.com. At the line, Lawson. Already has made two, and now has made three. She's got five points, and why not regains the lead here at eight to seven. Double switch as Hoberman comes into the ball game, and it looks like Kinsley Hymas returns with Hoberman. Second free throw now for Amber Lawson on the way, and it's short. Comes down straight into the hands of Sydney Gag. Gag gives it to Willis. Willis with the right hand, works it this way. She's guarded up top here by Hymas. Four players getting set to sub in for Shelton. Over on the left wing, Aaron Gage now backs out, tries to lob it down low to Sid, to Nemoc. Nemoc double team, back out to Gage. Gage comes into the paint, gives it over to Gomez. Got a defender in the air, and they're going to call her for the walk. Turnover number two for Shelton. Again, gave the ball fake, and the official determined that she walked with the basketball. In Class A, they, of course, started quicker because we went to overtime. Lincoln High leading Millard North in the 2 3 matchup by a score of 17 13. It was 15 11 after one. Here it's 8 7. Why not with the lead off a couple of screens? Hollerman, top of the circle, gives it back over the left wing. Hymas tries to get it back to Lawson, overshoots her. Another why not turnover. Gomez, 2-on-1, gives it off for the layup, and it's missed underneath by Susie Chaney. Offensive rebound, Macy Willis kicks it back out. Three-pointer Meza, that's going to be short, no good. Fighting for her own rebound, it goes out of bounds off of Shelton. So Mesa's in there with Berglund, Addison Burr, Susie Chaney, all on the floor as well. As Macy Willis, as they had four players change, and Why Not tries to answer here with a couple of subs of their own. In the other Class A game tonight, it was not close from the opening tip. Number one Millard South scored the first 17 points and cruised to a 68-47 win over Bellevue West. They were up by 35 at one point in that game. So things have slowed down for Why Not. They haven't had a field goal here in nearly four minutes. They were up seven to nothing. Now it's eight-seven. On the right elbow with it is going to be Pinkelman. Pinkelman kicks it off to Haberman. She tries right side of the key. Drives in off the window and in. And Lauren Haberman makes it a 10-7 ball game. Chaney loses the handle in the backcourt. And a travel called when Chaney went to go get the basketball. Third turnover for Shelton. And quickly Coach Thober gets some of his starters back in the ball game. Nemach. McKenna Willis, Burr, Sidney Gegg on the floor, as well as Maite Mesa. 10 7. Why not trying to reestablish their lead here after getting three in a row and the ball? Starting on the drive is Allison Wiesler. Kicks it back out to center court for Hoberman, guarded by Mesa. Kind of lost the handle, got it back. Hands it off to Wiesler. To the high post, trying to make a move to the hoop, into the double team. The shot's no good. Over the back, going to be called here on Why not it looks like, off the Pinkelman miss. And the foul over the back on Kenna Oglemueller. And that will be the first foul of the game called on Why not 23 seconds to go in the quarter. Short inbounds pass to Kenna Willis. Looks like she got stepped on. She's going to get the outlet pass to Nemoc across the timeline. Left-hand dribble every time, looking to get it into Willis's hands. 12 seconds. Left side of the key draws the double team to Burr. Burr, good spin move, going to get a 7-footer that's short. Fighting for the offensive rebound. It's grabbed here by not and they throw it out of bounds with 2.2. Trying to save it was Oglemuller, and it gets deflected off her teammate. So one more chance here for Shelton, 2.2. In the front court, McKenna Willis to throw it in. Nope, now they're going to switch it and have Nemock throw it in. Probably looking for McKenna. They'll lob it into Addison Burr, to Willis. A 28-footer at the horn, off the rim, no good. And that is the end of the first quarter of the D2 semifinals. It's perennial power, why not, leading Shelton 10-7 here on the Vibe, 98-9.
6: I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else.
3: There's a sense of, of camaraderie helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because you know we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends.
4: When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down and either you stay down or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there.
1: Don't forget that every month during the high school sports season, we have an ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month brought to you by BB Carpet of Donovan. All you have to do is go to ESPNSuperstation.com and nominate a great athlete from your school or a neighboring school. All you have to do is go to ESPNSuperstation.com. One boy, one girl winner each month brought to you by BB Carpet. And right now it's Tori Sklodar of Ravenna and Nicholas Keene. of. From Kennesaw, State Championship Wrestler that have brought home the title of Athlete of the Month. A couple of Shelton girls in Willis and Nemock have won that award. They get the ball to start the second quarter. Driving in Gomez got right underneath the hoop. Didn't take the shot. Hands it off to Berglund. Berglund's shot is no good, and then it's punched out of bounds by Shelton. So a good drawn-up start there to the second quarter. And Coach Jeff Dober was hoping that maybe they get a little foul. Talking to the official as the ball comes into the front court here with Hymas. Hymas guarded by Gomez. Picture dribble up Gomez right in her front pocket. Drops it into the right-hand corner to Lawson. Amber skips it back out top. Ball got away for a moment. Gomez went for it, couldn't get it. Fires it into the corner for Sudbeck. Hit a game starting three. Now a different three-pointer on the way by Haberman. It's no good. And the rebound brought down by Drew Nemock. Why not one of three from three-point land? One of four for Shelton. Turnovers, three for Shelton, five for Why Not. Free throws, Why Not three of four. Shelton hadn't been to the line. Gomez gives up the dribble. Now finds Willis against this Why Not man-to-man well out on the right wing. Up top to Nemo. Looks for Gag, Aaron with it. Now down low. Berglund hasn't got a good post-up. Makes a move with the right hand and put it up too strong. Rebound pulled down by Why Not. And coming out of there with it is Pinkelman. Fast break the other way. layup is good. Lawson has a game-high seven points and five in a row now by Wynott. They're back up by five, 12-7. Willis being hounded by Sudbeck as she brings the ball into the front court. Picks her dribble up. Shelton seems a little out of sorts right now. Gig on the left side to the baseline. Kicks it back out to Willis. The ball knocked out of bounds by Sudbeck into the Not bench. Shelton's got to generate some offense here, Again, their defense has been stellar in winning them games, but why not right now on pace to easily get over 30 points tonight, which has been the magic number for Shelton all season long, and to take it out on the side is Nemock, somebody's got a break, finally they get it into Gomez, as they had... Willis covered well, so Gomez takes it right side to gag three-point line. Dribbles into the paint, some contact, throws up an off-balance jumper, and got it with the left hand. Erin Gag with her second bucket of the ball game, 12 to nine. Fast break the other way, lost it on the baseline, kicks it out to Annika Hymas. Now a three-pointer on the way from Hymas. That is Kinsley. It's no good. Rebound brought down though offensively by Pinkelman, and they'll get another chance. Lawson with a basketball, gives it off to Weasler. Back out to Weasler at the top of the key. Momentarily gets it here to Kinsley Hymas. And as the ball comes into the lane, we're going to get a reach-in foul. Called on Shelton. And the foul is going to be called on Emily Berglund. That's her first and the team's fourth. So why not? We'll take it out of bounds yet again here. Seems like they've had quite a few inbounds plays underneath their hoop. Fired into the corner, fake the three, couple of dribbles, ten footer on the way. No good by Sudbeck. Rebound brought down by Nemoc, and here comes Willis pushing it up with the right hand. Switches to the left, brings it to the free throw line. Looks for the back cut, has it driving in. Mesa has it knocked away from behind. We're going to get a jump ball, and the arrow will point the way of why not. That'll be a Shelton turnover they're pretty good about getting that back up five six times a game that was the first time we'd seen it here tonight and now Jalen geeson checks in and almost everybody has been in the game for why not i know this is at least the 11th player that has come into the ball game here for the blue devils and geeson just a freshman handles the ball to the high post pinkelman pinkelman drives goes to geese in the left hand corner throws it back out top addison burr who just checked in knocked it away but couldn't make the steal why not trying to get it inside to lawson lawson kicks it into the corner and back up top it comes to weasler weasler drives switches hands left hand runner no good and willis does the boxing out to get the rebound McKenna, double-team, still pushing it up the floor, got ahead of the double-team, bounce pass underneath the Geg, back out top, Meza for the three, it's an air ball, and it goes out of bounds off of Whitehot. We're seeing Shelton do the drive and kick it back out, or transition and get to the hoop and not take the shot, kick it back out, Willis usually takes the shot, but... They know why not does wherever she's at. You got to get an extra defender on her, and now Willis to throw it in on the baseline. Looks for the cutter. Now has to lob it out to Mesa. Almost tip it away there by Ogle Mueller, and then just thrown right away into the hands of Sudbeck. Back-to-back turnovers by Shelton. Sudbeck brings it up the floor. Hits the trailer in Geeson. Overload on the right side now. Haberman. Pass knocked away. Why not? Turns it over for the sixth time. Burr needs some help. Throws it up for grabs. Berglund was able to go get it into the front court to Willis. Three on three. McKenna to the rack. Contact. She'll go to the line. So Shelton having some of their better luck when the play is kind of a mess. The foul is on Geeson. Her first, and that's only the second foul on the Blue Devils. Four have been called on Shelton two free throws here for McKenna Willis looking for her first point of the game and she is going to not get it there our high school basketball brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise best in class solutions and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond, Nutrient Ag Solutions Willis who had 21 points last night, including 9 in the first half, now shoots her second free throw and it's no good but follows her shot got her own rebound so maybe they can get two or three off the missed free throws. Willis on the left elbow. Kicks it back out to Gag. Gag looking inside. Tries to lob it to Berglund. Somehow got it and scored. Boy, she was well defended down there by Oglebuehler. But Emily Berglund has her first bucket of the ball game. 12-11, why not? Midway through the second quarter of play. With it is Hymus. Kinsley, right side of the lane, takes an extra step. Shot no good. Ball tipped out. Willis has it. Willis on the run. Two on two. McKenna takes it up, draws the blocking foul. Sliding over into her was Courtney Pinkelman, and that'll be her first personal foul. Pinkelman came out of the lane to make contact. That's usually a pretty easy call because if she hadn't, it would have been 50-50 on what they would have called block charge. Willis, who just missed two free throws, is back to the line. And she missed her third. Last night, Willis was four for four. Tonight, she's 0 for three. Tries to change that right here and tie the basketball game. Why not just two points so far in this second quarter? And this free throw, no good. Berglund, though, the rebound back up and draws the foul. It's set on the front of the rim. Wouldn't go, and now Emily Berglund goes to the line to shoot a pair. Doug did it with you here at the Devaney Center and our Carney Toying and Repair broadcast booth, bringing you the State High School girls' basketball tournament as the free throw bounces off, no good. We're here bringing you the play by play. Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. And the second free throw now for Emily Berglund on the way, and finally one goes. So one of six here in the quarter, and we are tied at 12 between Shelton and Why Not. The first game tonight between St. Francis and Sacred Heart was tied at the half. 17 apiece before going to overtime Sacred Heart won it 33-29 in overtime St. Francis only had two points in the fourth and none in overtime High post Lawson makes a move on Nemock before she can get the shot away Nemock's going to be called for bodying up That'll be the first foul on Drew 15 foul here on Shelton And once again why not We'll take it out underneath their own hoop with Weasler to throw it in not a lot of movement, so they'll lob it all the way out top for Sudbeck. Dribbles to the right elbow. Gives it off for a three-point attempt. On the way and good by Kinsley Hymus. That'll be her first bucket of the basketball game. 15-12, why not? Willis trying to stay out of that double team and does. Gets ahead of both of them. Then has it poked away from behind. Steal is made. Turnover number six for Shelton. And a foul called on Aaron Keg trying to get it back. Her second in the team's sixth. Always, always the tough thing when you lose control of the basketball, then you try to rip it back, compound it with a foul. Although it wasn't Geg that turned it over, she tried to get it back for her team. After hitting the three-pointer, Kinsley Hymas will bring the ball up the floor. Only two seniors on, three seniors on the team, two that have been in the game, Humberman and then Lawson, of course, a starter. So why not? Again, kind of like St. Cecilia, maybe not quite as young, but set up for another great run next year a lot of young teams from our area as they get it to the high post Shelton not one of them though bunch of seniors three-pointer right wing is going to be no good rattles off there by Wiesler ball deflected back to Wiesler she drives in and draws the foul so Allison Wiesler the foul was called on Sydney Keg. her first and looking for her first points of the game is Allison Wiesler. Wasting no time, she hits it off the heel once, twice, won't go. Hey, Nebraska baseball upsetting seventh-ranked Vanderbilt today. Second free throw on the way, it's good. So they get Hawaii tomorrow and defending national champ Ole Miss Sunday up in Minneapolis. 16 to 12, four in a row now by Why Not. Into the front court, Drew Nemock comes to a jump stop after taking the basketball, now drives into the middle of the lane, comes all the way in, and she's going to be called for a charge. She knocked over a pair of why not defenders like they were bowling pins. And Drew with her second personal foul. Speaking of bowling, the Huskers are actually hosting their own Big Red Invitational right here in town at Sun Valley Lanes, and they've got the lead after day one. So for fans that want to catch that, there's always something going on with the Huskers. Shelton needs a stop, and they're going to get a steal. Aliyah Gomez comes in, gets the steal, brings the ball off the floor for Shelton, gets it to Willis. Down low to Gig. She gets the turnaround jumper, but it will not go. Ball knocked out of bounds by Nemock. It'll be wide out basketball. Now, that was a good-looking setup there by Shelton. They just couldn't convert. Now Jeff Dober going to go to kind of his second wave. The only in fact did he keep any of his starters in there? No, he did not. So we go to Burr, and Susie Cheney, and Macy Willis. Also in there is Maite Mesa. And then Emily Berglund is in there, so she's the only starter remaining. A little show-off on the screen that about knocked Mesa over. 140 to go here in the first half. 16-12, why not? Dribble, drive, dish, layup. Lawson, good on the assist from Hymas, and it's eighteen to twelve. Why not up by six? Mesa hustles it into the front court, but again has to look backwards. Now needs somebody to hand it to. Gets it to Burr. The Whiteout defender actually ran into her own player and gave Burr a chance to get out there. Cheney now with it into the paint. Susie in trouble. Kicks it back out top to Mesa, and Why Not's defense. Really up to the task here as Meza starts left, back to the right, hands it off to Burr. One minute to go in the first half. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up. Meza, left corner all the way to the baseline. Now finds Burr. Burr, an eight-foot jumper. Got hit on the hand. No whistle. Ball out of bounds. It's going to belong to Shelton. Might have got a break there, too. Looked like it was off of Macy Willis, and now here come the starters again. McKenna Willis, Nemock. Sydney Gag coming off the bench but again who's a starter and who's not when you rotate 10-11 players Shelton to throw it in underneath the hoop got it to Nemo. put it up had it blocked got it back put it up and it got it to go off the block shot of Weisler. And hanging in there with it was Drew Niemack to get her first bucket of the ball. Gave it break a long drought. 40 seconds, three-pointer on the way. Hymus, no good. Rebound on the floor. Going to be picked up and scored by Allison Weasel. Bad break there for Shelton. The ball just bounced the wrong way. And it's a six-point lead here for Why Not. 25 seconds to go in the first half. Mesa brings it up, being guarded here by Pinkelman. Across the timeline with 18, gets it to Willis. 20-14, to seven points in each quarter for Shelton. Gag posted up down low, can't get it to her, and now we're going to have a little too much hand fighting up front, and Kayla Pinkelman will be called for her first foul, but it means nothing. It's her first, it's only the fifth team foul. And we have eight and a half seconds to go. Checking back in is going to be Gomez and Aaron Gagg. Burr and Mays are going to check out. Eight and a half seconds here for Shelton to get a shot away. Drew Nemox going to throw it in in front of us. And they get it to Willis up top. McKenna one-on-one against Hoverman. Spin move into the paint. Double team gives it off. Nemock. Nemox gets a shot at the buzzer, but it's off the mark, and that's the end of the first half of play here in the 2023 D2 State Semifinals. And the Shelton Bulldogs trailing at the half at the hands of the d2 power why not by a score of 20 to 14 of course Shelton in d1 last year now in d2 some believe that with all due respect to Centurion and St. Cecilia that this might be a tougher state tournament field but regardless we'd sure love to see another central Nebraska team make it to the finals and Shelton get there for the second consecutive year of course Whoever wins plays tomorrow night at 8:15 against Fall City Sacred Heart and whoever loses plays tomorrow afternoon at the new Lincoln Northwest High School in the final consolation game at 3 against Humphrey St. Francis We've got all the halftime festivities coming up on the Ravenna Sanitation. Halftime report on the Vibe 98.9 and NewsChannelNebraska.com.
4: Farming is a way of life here. It always has been and always will be. Today's farmers have a feel for the land. That shows in the harvest. They team up with Clevenger Farm Products to deliver their fuels and help save valuable time. Locally owned and operated so the people behind the counter are the people you've known for years. People you can rely on. Whether you need fuels delivered or you get your fuel right there 24-7, pay at the pump and give and For everyone who's nurturing the land, Clevenger Farm Products, proud to support the area athletes.
7: Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities
3: You know how little towns are always famous for that one place that always has the best food and the friendliest people. You walk in and it's like walking into the place that you've hung out all your life. And you know the only thing you want to do is order a big, juicy steak. Clint's Tavern in Hildreth is that exact place. And guess what? The best steak and prime rib served on Saturday nights. So welcome home. Clint's Tavern, downtown Hildreth.
1: And a big thank you to all of our fine sponsors allowing us to follow high school sports Every single season, right here on the Vibe 98.9, KKPR FM. Carney, Shelton, and Gibbon, and the World Wide Web at Nebraska.com. This is the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. At the half, it is Why Not 20 and Shelton 14 in class A at the half Lincoln High leading Millard North by a score of 29 to 18. Let's take a look at the tournament scoreboard and it begins in class A where Millard South beat Bellevue West 68 to 47 and it wasn't that close. Millard South was up 17 to nothing and was up by as many as 35 before cruising in to the victory. The class A final tomorrow at 6:15 in class B Kind of as expected, 1-2, cruising through the tournament, two blowouts today in the semis. Elkhorn North actually got a running clock in beating York 62-20, and they will take on Omaha Scutt, a 63-36 winner over Sydney. Now, Sydney battled after being down huge at the beginning of the game, kind of got back in it in the third quarter, and Omaha Scutt was able to have a little bit better fourth quarter. Scutt undefeated. Elkhorn North, one loss that came to Scutt. The rematch of the last two championships and earlier this year is tomorrow afternoon at 1. In C1, three time defending champion North Bend withstood a furious rally by Malcolm to win 48 42. And they will take on Adam Central, who ended Bridgeport's undefeated season for the second year in a row. Last year, it just happened to happen in the girls' showcase in Kearney in January. This year, it's in the state semifinals in overtime. Adam Central, 47. Bridgeport 44. So Adams Central and North Bend will play at 11 a.m. tomorrow in the championships that are all at Pinnacle Bank, and you can hear that on KHAS Radio 1230 a.m. 104.1 FM. The third place game, Malcolm and Bridgeport, will be at 1 o'clock. They're all at Lincoln Northwest. In C2, Oakland Craig knocked off the number one seed Crofton 58 39. They'll play Pender, who downed Guardian Angels Central Catholic 54 41. That's the 4 15 game tomorrow. The Consolation game is the first game tomorrow at 9 a.m. between Crofton and Guardian Angels. In D1 this morning on ESPN, you heard Hastings St. Cecilia end the game on a 12 0 run in the final, 136 to shock Ravenna. to and make it to their fifth consecutive state final, although this one is in D1, and they'll see a different opponent in Centura. Centura, who was down 34-27 at the half, held Cedar Catholic without a field goal until midway into the fourth quarter and won the game going away 65 to 45 in that contest 25 points 11 rebounds and three blocks for sydney davis 11 points for Kiera wooden earlier in the day saint cecilia's avery kissinger had 18 ryan sabatka sabatka had 13 and for ravenna 11 for Sklanar and kennedy hurt so again The D1 final tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., we'll have that for you on ESPN, Tri-Cities, and KHAS Radio. So it's back-to-back for Hastings tomorrow, St. Cecilia at 9, Adams Central at 11. And then the D2 first round uh, or semifinal first, Fall City Sacred Heart able to beat Humphrey St. Francis in overtime 33-29. 33 to 29 they'll play the winner of this game in the final championship tomorrow night at 8:15 if Shelton wins we'll have it for you right here on the vibe Humphrey St. Francis will play the loser of this game at Lincoln Northwest tomorrow at 3 o'clock. It's 20-14. to 14. Why not with the lead at the half? And we'll look at the numbers in a moment. Whether
8: you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power Products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts or timely service. Think Husker Power Products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines engine and fuel efficient is Zuzu diesel engine. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power Products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters now also located in Sutton.
9: Larry's Market in Shelton has been providing their customers like you with fresh foods right in your hometown for 31 years. Check out the fresh produce and meats they have to offer with weekly specials, you'll save even more by shopping local than before. Don't forget, Larry's can make up a deli tray and deli sandwiches for tailgate parties or just a family lunch. Everything you need in Shelton, why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, Bulldogs.
0: Kerwin and Lisa Stewart from Shelton would like to congratulate the Shelton Bulldogs on all the accomplishments this winter sports season.
1: We are very proud of all of you. Go Bulldogs! And, of course, we'll also be following the Shelton Bulldog boys next week here at the State Basketball Tournament. They're going to have the same game times as the girls did because they were also the number two seed in the bracket. So uh, we'll be following Shelton. We've got uh, SEM for the games on Thursday, Amherst and Donovan Trumbull. And then on uh, Wednesday, Elm Creek We'll be playing at 1045 in the morning. All right, here's a look, unofficial first half stats of our ball game. First off for the Shelton Lady Bulldogs, Maite Mesa had the first bucket of the game for Shelton. It was a three-pointer. That's where she's at. Aaliyah Gomez, two points. Drew Nemock, two points, three rebounds. Aaron Geg, four points. Sydney Geg has a rebound. Macy Willis has a rebound. Emily Berglund, three points, two rebounds. And maybe the most shocking thing, McKenna Willis held scoreless in the first half. And has three rebounds. Seven points in each quarter, and Shelton held to a season low first half 14 points, 10 rebounds, one of six at the free throw line, one of five from three point land, six turnovers. Nemoc and Aaron Gag each have two personal fouls. For why not? Myra Sudbeck started the game with a three pointer, and that's her total. Allison Wiesler, three points, two rebounds, and a block shot. Lauren Hopperman has a bucket for two points. Kenna Olegmuller, Oglemuller has a rebound. Kinsley Hymes has a three point bucket and two rebounds. Kayla Pinkelman has three rebounds. And Amber Lawson leading the way. She has the leading score on the season at 11.5 points. She had nine points in the first half, one rebound and one block. Ten points in each quarter for Why Not. 20 points, 9 rebounds, 4 out of 6 at the free throw line, 2 of 7 from 3-point land, 2 blocks, 7 turnovers, nobody with multiple fouls. And at the half, it is why not 20, Shelton 14. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable, trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next.
2: Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. Stop in to Moonlight Embroidery and Screen Print at 1925 Avenue 8. Let them help you show your school spirit or get your business name out there this year. Moonlight has it all, from t-shirts, ball caps, polo shirts, and much more. They can screen print it or embroider it. Moonlight Embroidery and Screen Print can also keep your whole school styling with sports attire. Moonlight Embroidery and Screen Print at 1925 Avenue 8. Off Central Avenue in Kearney, open 9 to 5 Monday through Friday. Everything looks better by Moonlight. This winter's frigid temperatures, wind, snow, and road travel have caused 13 full days of closings at Bruce Furniture, resulting in a huge overstock at all locations. Only choice? Clear this inventory immediately with dramatic price reductions store-wide. Must sell over $960,000 of in-stock furniture and mattresses. Famous brands, Lazy Boy England, Serta, Flexteel, Ashley, and more.
1: Special announcement. Due to last week's weather, the sale is extended through this Saturday at Bruce Furniture. And we're ready to get the second half underway on the Vibe 98.9. And newschannelnebraska.com. It will be Shelton to inbound the ball, trailing 20-14. to 14. Doug Duda, glad to have you here at the Devaney Center. Into McKenna Willis, who's guarded by Sudbeck. They've got to find a way to get Willis going like they did yesterday she'll start left dribble to the right keep pushing her farther away from the hoop picks her dribble up and gives it over to gomez starts left there's nobody there so she goes back to willis lobs it down to Berglund. no backside help she put it up though and was off balance had the shot just was off balance it's no good rebound brought down by pinkelman that would have been a good way to start the second half here for shelton as they ran the good play both teams manning it up here to start this second half gomez Right into the hands here. The ball gets knocked away, but nobody from Shelton went for it. They kind of sat there at the top of the key, and finally Lawson went over and picked it up for why not? Off the screen with the basketball. Hymas picked up by Willis. Still well out on the left side. Tries to lob it inside. Ball knocked away. Nemock able to get it away from Pinkelman, and that'll be turnover number eight for not? as they bring it into the front court. Gomez looking for Gag. Comes out, takes the basketball. Aaron. Couple of dribbles over to Willis. Off the screen, the lane is open. She'll come in, have her shot blocked, and take it away. Why not? Just a little bit taller, and Allison Wiesler gets her second block of the ball game, and then the outlet pass thrown away by not? Back-to-back turnovers. With it is Willis coming up the right side. They try to trap her. She'll throw it to Gomez in the corner, and Aliyah back over to Willis. It allows them to get their defense set, kicks it out to Nemock. fakes the three. Backs into the paint. Takes the left-handed shot. Too strong, but she gets the foul. A lot of those drives into the paint. Shelton has put it up way too strong. And that'll be the first foul of the second half. The foul is going to be on Kayla Pinkelman, And they're going to say that's her third personal foul. And at the line is Nemock. For the first time has two points in the contest. 90 seconds in to the third quarter. And the lefty, Nemock, puts it up and it rattles home. That will be our first point of the second half. And checking in for why not will be Mueller. Second free throw now. Coming up for Drew Nemock. It's on the way and it's no good. Rebound brought down by the Blue Devils. And it's Lawson again. Our state tournament action brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. As they get it to the high post Lawson, Lawson drives in good bounce pass underneath and the layup is good for Oglemyer and that'll be the first field goal and a 7-point lead again. Remember it was 7 to nothing to start the game in favor of why not they go for the steal don't get it. But Gomez drives and kicks it back out, and that allows why not to get their defense set again. They're not being made to pay for their gamble. Gag for three. It's all the way down and out. No good. Berglund dives on the floor to get the basketball, and a timeout will be called here by Shelton. Good hustle by Emily Berglund off the missed three. It'll be the first time out of the ball game for Shelton brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. Why not 22? Shelton 15, 548 to go in the third. The
3: Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. Consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery, eClipper email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, and Caro, and everywhere in between. We give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows? You might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show dangerous stunts or crazy cats, but we will keep you informed about our towns and our people.
1: State Tournament Basketball on the Vibe 98.9 and Nebraska.com brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness. They are the Tri-Cities only board certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney. Chiropractic.com. Six players ran out on the court for Why Not, so they had to make sure and get that straightened out. And the inbounds pass comes to Gag underneath the hoop for Shelton. Back out to Willis. Open three on the way. It's short. And the ball's just going to clank off the rim, and nobody grabs it. It's going to go out of bounds. One of seven from three point land for Shelton, and Willis has still not scored in the basketball game. Now it's kind of a little dangerous spot here. Why Not with the ball up by seven after having just a six point lead at the half. they've Taking it all the way up to seven, but Shelton hadn't been getting much done here. Has one free throw. High post, Lawson. Lawson swings it over the left wing. Another three-pointer for Hymas. It's good. Kinsley Hymas with her second three of the basketball game. And it's a ten-point lead here for Why not 25-15. As Shelton brings it up to the front court, they've made some switches as well. Maite Mesa to Willis underneath. Short jumper missed again. On the floor is Geg. Rebound brought down by Hymas. And now Shelton's missing. Contested but yet short shots. Haberman takes an 8 footer. No good. Offensive rebound. Back up. No good that time from Lang. And now we're going to get a foul called. Lang in out of nowhere. Haberman's got it. And the foul will be called on Addison Burr. And right now kind of the Second wave of Blue Devils outplays the second wave of Bulldogs even so slightly in a low-scoring game like this. Why not ball underneath their own hoop? Lob it out top, and it'll be Hymas, who just made that three, to grab it. On her is going to be Gomez. Gomez denying her right, denying her left. Gives it to Haberman, 30 feet away from the hoop. And backing up. Now Gomez takes her. Haverman back up top, and we're going to get a timeout here by Why Not. Coach Weezer sees that his team not really moving the ball either. It'll be their first timeout of the game. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. 4:34 to go in the third quarter of play. Why Not has the ball at a 25-15 lead over Shelton.
10: Driving rains, unrelenting heat, ominous green skies. Whatever Mother Nature brings, it's no match for what you'll have thanks to Nutrien Ag Solutions, offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you weather the storm, conquer today, and lead the field. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com.
1: Doug the back with you here on KKPR FM. Carney, Shelton, and Wood River and the World Wide Web at NewsChannelNebraska.com. Four and a half to go third quarter. It's 25-15. Why not leading Shelton? And why not with a basketball? In the right-hand corner, Sudbeck working off the screen. Shelton, even when they force turnovers, aren't scoring on them. Lawson takes it 24 feet away, clears it out against Burr, starts to the right, then throws it back out top here to Hymas. Hymas to the top of the circle. Why not? Can They got 12 minutes. They're not afraid to melt clock either. They got a 10 point lead. They've been playing in these championship games with Sacred Heart and Humphrey St. Francis as we said as Lawson drives the right baseline. Gets caught. Gets trapped. Where's the steal? It's going to be picked up there and then they step out of bounds. Oh man. First I thought we were going to get a jump. Then it was stolen away by Berglund. She handed it off to Willis, who stepped on the baseline, and so each team turns it over. But again, if you missed what we told you in the pregame, the last six D2 championship games, there's only been three schools in those six games. So 12 teams, three schools. Here's a three-pointer again on the way. No good that time by Hymas. Fight for the loose ball. Run down by Berglund in the corner. She gets the outlet pass to Willis willis bounce pass up ahead to gag left hand layup missed it oh they've missed a ton of them and they just continue them out right now Mueller with the rebound why out down low lawson comes in with the left hand probably got fouled didn't matter offensive rebound no good then Nemot gets it off the miss of oglemuller And up the floor comes Willis. Shelton's got to find something. Five minutes without a field goal here in this third quarter. One free throw. Lob it in. There's Berglund. Puts up an off-balance jumper. No good. Nemoch tried to keep it alive, but it deflects to Sudbeck. And she brings it into the front court. Has to stop, and we're going to get a foul call. Shelton, when they get that ball inside numerous times, They're going to shoot it no matter what, and then they look up and go, wait a minute, I'm right underneath the rim, or I'm not squared up to the basket, and they just haven't been able to make anything. The foul going to be called on Gomez. That'll be her first, and why not with the ball? And we're going to get a timeout called here by Coach Jeff Thober. He's just going to use 30. He's used both of his 30 seconds up right here. 2.55 to go in the third quarter. It remains, why not, 25, Shelton 15 this timeout brought to you by ENT.
3: You know how little towns are always famous for that one place that always has the best food and the friendliest people. You walk in and it's like walking into the place that you've hung out all your life. And you know the only thing you want to do is order a big, juicy steak. Clint's Tavern in Hildreth is that exact place. And guess what? The best steak and prime rib served on Saturday nights. So welcome home. Clint's Tavern, downtown Hildreth.
0: Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County.
1: We come out of the timeout. Willis dives on the basketball here and forces a jump ball. That will at least move the arrow. It'll stay with Why Not. So, can they turn up their defensive intensity? Again, not a lot of fouls have been called. Two on Shelton, one on Why Not here in the third quarter. More changes as Geeson comes in for Why Not. With the basketball up top is Hoberman. Willis goes for the steal, can't get it. Dumps it into the left hand corner. And the Blue Devils trying to play some keep away. High in the arrow. They are lucky they got away with that one. Geeson into the corner. Gegg about had the steal. Now they're just lobbing it over everybody. Fire into the paint. Ball deflected away. But again, why not picks it up? Nice pass into the paint to Weasler. Her runner off the rim. No good. Rebound pulled down by Sydney Gegg. Gegg is going to be fouled as they had two players just jump right on her. Trying to get the ball back. And it's going to be Amber Lawson with her first personal foul. Second team foul. And here comes Shelton again with their subs. Chaney check it in, Mesa, Macy Willis, Berglund, Burr stays on the floor. Got to try to find the right combination now for Shelton. One point here in the third quarter. Wynott's also going to make some moves, and only five for not I mean, they could have run away and had a much bigger lead by now, but nobody getting anything done offensively, and it looks like we have a little break here at the scores table. And while we do, we remind you that high school basketball brought to you by Currency makes financing quick, easy, and secure. For heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more, visit GoCurrency.com for details. In Class A, they move to the fourth quarter with Lincoln High leading Millard North 39-26. to Now we're finally ready to go here. Why not 25, Shelton 15, 210 to go here in the third quarter. Addison Burr gets it up to Meza. Meza, one dribble into the hands of Willis. Over to Cheney. And we're going to get three seconds called here on Shelton. Second turnover of the quarter, eighth of the ball game. And we still have a problem over at the scorer's table. I don't know if it's possession arrow or what the story is, but we've got another decision to make here. It looks like they're ready to go. The arrow should point the way of Shelton if that's what they're worried about. Nice crowd on hand for this D2 semifinal, but Shelton fans hoping to find something to cheer about. Next week, if Shelton's boys can get out of the first round, they'll get either Fall City Sacred Heart or Parkview Christian. It's going to be the rough side of the draw. Driving baseline. Cut off there is going to be Pinkelman. Pinkelman kicks it back out top. They'll get it into the hands of Wiesler. Wiesler off to Haberman. Minute 30 to go here in quarter number three. As the clock continues to run, driving in. Haberman gets it to go. Hines, Kinsley Hines with eight points now. And it's a 12-point lead for Why Not. after we've been sitting on 25-15 forever. Chaney with it, up top to Macy Willis, looking inside for Berglund, Macy will drive, kick it out, Addison Burr for three, no good, defensive rebound grabbed by Weisler, and just not as much scoring on the floor when they go to that full second team shift here for Shelton. Ball stolen away, there's a steal, Gomez has it, goes in for the uncontested layup and missed it, and then fouled. Hymus with the rebound, Meza, excuse me, not Gomez, Meza with the steal, but then missed the uncontested layup and committed the foul, and that is how the night's been going for Shelton since it was 7-7. Subs back in for both teams, 47 seconds to go here in quarter number three. And Shelton's got to find a way to get some open looks. Because they're not getting many, and when they do in the paint, they're just kind of chucking them up there, and they're bouncing all over the place. Can't have anything go in for them right now. And why not with the basketball? Haberman brings it into the front court. Tries to use a ball screen there from Mueller, Hands it off to Lawson. I think they might be content to play for the last shot here. Run a little four-corner game. 30 seconds to go. And a 12-point lead, which is almost as many points as Shelton has. 15. Here's Sudbeck. Gomez jumps right on her. Mesa jumps on her. 15 seconds. Out towards midcourt. Haberman. Mesa on her. 10 seconds. Starts to drive. Now the lane's open. One hand runner up and in. Haberman with her second bucket of the ball game. Willis wants to throw it up from half court, loses her balance, loses the basketball, and we go to the fourth quarter. Why not 29 and Shelton 15. We'll head to the fourth quarter right after this on the Vibe 98.9 and newschannelnebraska.com. We go to the fourth quarter of play. Should be Shelton basketball. Uh Uh-oh, did we have a technical? We had a technical foul at the end of the quarter on Shelton. There was a big collision that Willis ended up on the ground, and I guess we must have had a technical. And at the line, Kinsley Hymas to shoot two free throws, and that means they'll get the ball too. Second free throw, also good. 10 game high points for Hymus 9 for Lawson 31 to 15 and because of the technical they'll get the ball a 16 point lead and over 30 only the fourth team to score over 30 this year on Shelton and why not has done it in three quarters Shelton just the one loss to Overton but they're gonna have to have the quarter of their lives to make their second consecutive state final and you know why not's going to kill clock on most of their possessions. On the right baseline with it, Pinkelman tries to throw it out and throws it out of bounds. 12 turnovers for why not, nine for Shelton. That hasn't been the problem for Shelton. It's been missing everything in the paint. They were outscored nine to one in that third quarter. Willis still being shut out. Hands it off to Gomez. Gomez down low, Berglund trying to back in. Turns, forces it up, no good. Geg went for the rebound, had it, lost it. Still bouncing around, and every time it's grabbed by not And it's Weasler with the rebound, and here come the Blue Devils. Bounce pass up top. Geg goes for the steal, and Geg gets another one. She goes in for the uncontested layup, and finally one goes through the cylinder here for Shelton. Six points for Geg. 31-17. They put on full court pressure, but they seemed a little gassed, and it's a layup underneath for Lawson. So he just gave it right back, and a timeout going to be called here for Why Not after Lawson gets her 11th point of the basketball game. 6:49 remaining in this state semifinal, and Why Not is in total control. 33-17. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. Well, we've talked all season about Shelton's defense, all week about Shelton's defense. It's Wynot's defense. The fewest points Shelton scored in a game this year, 36, and that was in the close win over Grand Island Central Catholic when they were at full strength, 36-34. And they have not even half of that with 640 to go in a ball game. Willis backs in. She's just going to not take no for an answer, then lost the handle on the layup. Shot no good. Rebound, Weasler. Every bad break, every bad bounce it seems like has waited to come to Shelton until tonight's semifinal. Down low, Lawson again, runs into Berglund. Now she has the ball knocked away. Good defense by Nemock. Forces another why not turnover. Outlet pass to Gag. Runs it down in the deep left-hand corner. Throws it back out top to Willis. Back over to Nemock. All by herself on the left wing. Gives it off to Gomez. Gomez crossover she'll try to take it to the hoop and the shot is up and the shot is good and she'll draw the foul really the first time that's happened all ball game long and Aliyah Gomez with her second bucket of the evening and that just happens to be looks like on Pinkelman and she's the only one in any foul trouble. Kayla just got her fourth nobody else in the ball game with more than two and now at the line, Aliyah Gomez, free throw up, free throw good. So a three point play. Cuts it to 13, 33 to 20, why not? 6.05 remaining. We saw a couple of comebacks again earlier today. It was all in bunch for St. Cecilia late and a whole second half for Centura, but maybe Shelton, maybe. Inbounds, pass, pressure on, Gag steals it underneath the hoop and scores. And a timeout. Or does the ball just get kicked away? The ball got kicked away. And we are going to get a timeout by Why Not after the steal. Four turnovers in the first two minutes here of the fourth quarter for Why Not. And Shelton, unfortunately, such a big hole, but at least they've started to climb out of it. Six minutes to go in a game. Why Not 33. Shelton 22 here on the Vine.
0: Kerwin and Lisa Stewart from Shelton would like to congratulate the Shelton Bulldogs on all the accomplishments this winter sports season. We are very proud of
1: all of you. Go Bulldogs! All right, full court pressure, baseball pass to the other end, and it's a two on none, and Haberman lays it up and in. So Shelton went to really overpressure the ball. Now baseball pass to the other end. Geg pulls up for three, but it won't go. And that would have been a momentum switch, and now why not? Gets the rebound. Lawson has it as we head to the other end. So a quick start here, out of the timeout, two baseball passes and it was hoberman to get the basketball, now she drives again and we're gonna get a whistle and a foul to send her to the line. Kinsley Hymas, not hoberman but it was hoberman that made the layup. Hymas will go to the line. The foul is on Nemo. it's her third. But Shelton couldn't answer. And Hymas free throw up and in. You know she's good. That's who they sent there to make the technicals to start the quarter. She now has 11 points, as does Lawson. Aaron Gag leads Shelton with eight. And the second free throw on the way. Bounces off the rim no good. Niebach gets her fifth rebound of the ball game. Up ahead to Willis, McKenna, fast break, pulls up on the right block, seven-footer off the glass, too strong, wrestles her own rebound away, tries a reverse layup, it's blocked by Oglemuller, and taken away. And then a foul on Shelton to go along with it. Now Shelton is getting uber aggressive. Foul was on McKenna. That'll be her second team foul. 16 fouls on Shelton. Don't forget our state tournament basketball is brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. And why not to throw it in against pressure. Willis went to tip it but couldn't get it. Hymas will throw it, still in the backcourt, long pass to midcourt. Hoverman with it, two-on-two, brings it all the way in. Her shot blocked out of bounds by Drew Nemock. Nice recovery there by Drew. Again, a ton of seniors. Clark, who was injured, Meza, Gomez, Nemock, Gag, Sidney, Garcia, Willis, McKenna, and Berglund. And why not to throw it out top? Hymus has it. She'll back up towards midcourt. 36-22, five minutes to go. The lead belongs to why not. Willis on Hammerman. Bounce pass here to Weasler at midcourt. Just playing keep away right now. Shelton's got to continue to force turnovers. They've already got four of them that they forced here in this fourth quarter. Just didn't quite get as much as they wanted. Lawson out towards midcourt, spreading the floor here, Haberman. Next foul is the one and one. Haberman drives, tries to drive baseline to Lawson, over her, and out of bounds it goes. 16 turnovers in the game for Why Not. Shelton has three timeouts. A jump ball goes their way. Only three fouls have been called on Why Not, so going to be hard to get back in the game from the free throw line. To Willis on the inbound. Sudbeck guards her one-on-one. McKenna pushes it up the floor with the left hand, trying to see somebody that's going to be wide open. And nobody is. She'll pull up for three. It's way off the mark. She'll get her own rebound at least. And she'll come back out on the right wing. One of ten from three-point land. Willis drives again. Forces it no good. burglin offensive rebound. Back up and in. And a timeout called by Shelton. After the Elmilie Berglund offensive putback. 4.08 remaining in the basketball game. Two timeouts remaining for Shelton. And it's why not 36, Shelton 24.
8: also located in Sutton.
1: Out of the timeout. Why not? Facing full court pressure. With a left-hand dribble, to will lob it over the top near midcourt to Lawson. Picked up by go- Meza. She'll lob it back up top to Heiberman- Haberman. And start to milk some more clock here. Hymas with it. They lead by 12. Why not? Does with 3.50 to go in the game. Near midcourt. Coming in, making the steal. Mesa gets the steal. Can they get a run out? Willis comes in. Got bumped. No call. Missed the layup. Nemoc gets the rebound and she's fouled. Foul called on the Blue Devils, but again a missed layup because she was bodied up on. And Kayla Pinkelman has just fouled out of the ball game. Did not score tonight. Had 4 rebounds and she'll foul out with 338 remaining. Again, it's only the 14 fouls, so no 1 and 1 here for Shelton. They'll have to take it out underneath their own hoop. but they're going to have to find a way to get something done here like we've been talking about most of the game going to have to bury a couple threes inbounds looking for Maite Mesa. she's covered, lobs it up top to Nemoc to Willis, all over her is Hymas, Willis drives gets the ball knocked away, it goes out of bounds off of, why not Willis is just going to continue to get after it and she'll throw the ball in the original starting five except Mazes in for Gomez lob it up top, Nemock free throw line and got shoved while she was in the air, came down off balance by Myra Sudbeck her first foul 15 foul Shelton will inbound it for the third time in a row here and we'll get a late substitution change here, Hoberman was on the bench briefly, she'll come back in and Sudbeck will check out Willis again to throw it in from the opposite side bounce pass underneath, got it to Nemock, she's fouled, that's three fouls in about four seconds here on Wynott Wiesler gets her first, again as we said nobody else is in trouble, Pinkelman had five and I don't think anybody else has more than one but two free throws for Nemock, and gotta get them all now Drew puts it up, and good She's two of three at the line, has four points. Why not? 36. Shelton, 25. 3.29 remaining in the ballgame. Second free throw on the way, and it's good. So Niemann gets a cu- couple of clutch ones. A 10 point game after being down 16. Why not? Long pass to break the press into the front court to Wiesler. She tries, puts it up over everything, but another offensive rebound, and then a foul going to be called on Gomez. That's okay. It'll put Ogle Mueller to the line to shoot the one-and-one. It'll be the third foul on Maite Meza. And I've been switching Maite and Aaliyah. I apologize when I do that tonight to those two young ladies. They're similar with what they do, except that Aaliyah has the glasses. And she's going to check in. Sudbeck back in for why not? Gomez in, Meza out. And now we're ready to shoot the one-and-one. One. Mueller, first free throw of the game. On the way, and it's good. Shelton needs some help from these bench players to miss free throws over these last three minutes. But for Mueller, she did not want to help out. She's just a freshman. Second one, way short, and then it's so short that it bounces long, and Sudbeck gets the rebound. Then her pass, knocked away by Berglund, out of bounds. It'll stay with Why not. Again, we talked about it earlier. The bounce is just not going Shelton's way. And their defense has definitely been good enough. They'll get it into Hymus. Dribbles at center court to Sudbeck. Back over to Haberman. Doing a good enough job of keeping the ball away here from Shelton. Gag driving on Hoberman. Ball tipped away and picked up and stolen away. Gomez to the other end. Layup. Missed it again. And then a foul going to be called, and who's it on? Looks like the foul is going to be on. Why not? As Aaron Gage got the rebound. That's seven turnovers unofficially in the quarter. Now Coach Weisler saying that foul should have went the other way. This will be a one-on-one situation now. And Aaron Gage, who has eight points, will make her first trip to the line here to shoot the one and one Why not by 11? We're down to 250. Shelton's running out of time. Free throw. In and out. In and out. No good. Ball loose. Why not? Runs it down in the corner with Hoverman. Then they come in to try to steal it. Nemox able to steal it away. And a foul called on. Why not? Hoverman got it. Nemox stole it. And we're going to have more free throws. Why not fans not liking it? Problem is, even if all these calls are going Shelton's way, they're just not getting any closer. Oglemuller called for her second personal foul. And at the line is Gomez. Free throw, no good. Rebound, though. Pulled down, Nemock. Gets it out to Willis. She'll try a three. It's way long. And it's going to head towards out of bounds, but it'll be grabbed by Oglemuller. And you can tell that the panic and the tightness coming to Shelton, you don't see Willis throw one over the rim by three feet. McKenna Willis has been shut out tonight after getting 21 last night. Foul will send Howerman to the line. She has not been there, she has six points. Eighth foul on Shelton, so it's still a one and one. And the free throw by Hammerman is on the way at all night. When we finish up the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, we'll have all the final stats. Hopefully a chance to chat with Coach Thober. Second free throw on the way. It bounces off the heel no good. Nemock continues to rip down rebounds. Willis, outlet pass, Gag. Going to take the transition three, but it's strong again. Rebound comes out to the defense of Oglemuller. One of 12 from three point land for Shelton. Numerous chances to get back into it. Ball tipped by Willis and stolen away by Mesa. Mesa up ahead to gag the layup, missed it. Rebound back up, and finally Mesa able to get one to go. And another timeout going to be called here by Shelton. But now they only have one timeout remaining. 2.04 remaining in this state semifinal. Why not 38, Shelton 28. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians. You
3: know how little towns are always famous for that one place that always has the best food and the friendliest people. You walk in and it's like walking into the place that you've hung out all your life. And you know the only thing you want to do is order a... Big, juicy steak. Clint's Tavern in Hildreth is that exact place. And guess what? The best steak and prime rib served on Saturday nights. So welcome home. Clint's Tavern, downtown Hildreth. The Clippers happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com. Like, follow and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our gallery our towns our people if keeping up with real life news and events in the heart of the tri-cities is important to you consider subscribing to the clipper
1: state tournament basketball on the vibe 98 9 brought to you by husker power products your full service irrigation headquarters in hastings and sutton why not 38 204 remaining in a basketball game After the shelton making timeout, full court pressure on. Why not? We'll get it into the hands of Weisler. They'll kind of sag off her, gets to the timeline, keeps the dribble, hands it off here on a short pass to Hymas. Hymas around, Geg into the lane, brings it in with a bounce pass, gets loose in the lane by Lawson, and it's stolen away. Coming out of there with it is going to be Willis. Willis McKenna in traffic, steps up and missed the layup. Nebach got the rebound. She's fouled Folks, I know there's a lot of them contested, but Shelton hasn't missed this many layups combined all year, and it's just a rough one for them. And you feel for them as the fouls on Sudbeck, her second, but a chance to score Nemock with two free throws. First one on the way, good. It's a single-digit game again. 14 points in the quarter after having 15 in the first three. Why not has nine in the quarter. Second free throw for Nemock. On the way and got them both. She's 5 of 6 at the line. 38-30, why not? Ball comes in to Hymas. Hymas got by the defender. Outlet pass in the front court to Lawson. Try to trap her again. Back out to Hymas. She's trapped. She's in some trouble. Bounces off of Willis and then traveled with a basketball. She went with a jump pass and there was nobody to pass it to. She landed before she could throw it away. And I have 10 turnovers on why not? here in the fourth quarter. They had 11 in the first three. Shelton has outscored them 15 to nine in the quarter. And they've got a chance to cut it to six, maybe even five. They have one timeout remaining. There's 1:26 to go in the game. 38-30, why not? Inbound to Willis. Willis in the backcourt, picked up here by Hymas. McKenna stops at the three-point line, stutter dribble, kicks it off to Geg. Geg comes into the paint. Jump pass over to Nemoc back to Willis, lobs it underneath Berglund. Berglund turns, puts it up, no good. Nemock got the rebound, kicks it out to Gag. Gag into the paint, fade away, off balance, hit it. Aaron Gag with 10 points in the ballgame. It's 38-32, a minute five to go. Time running out, but Shelton trying to make a run, and they will be called for a foul. Aaliyah Gomez in the backcourt. It'll be her second. We stay in a one-and-one. And now it's up to why not to make their free throws? They've shot eight here in the fourth quarter. They've made five of them. They're nine of 14 in the game. Amber Lawson, three of four, all the way back in the first quarter, will shoot the one and one. And the first one is on the way, and it's good. 12 points for Lawson 39, 32. Why not? Checking out. Wiesler checking in, Haberman. Second free throw now by Lawson. And Shelton's got to make sure and get the boards. They've given up a couple of offensive ones. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Emily Bergwood, unofficially her sixth to Willis. Shelton probably has to score on every possession. Willis inside, 360 spin move, got fouled. She'll go to the line. She turned and ran into the double team, and Coach Wiesler again pleading the case. Foul is on. Oglemuller, her third. And McKenna Willis, 0 of 4 at the line. Still looking for her first point of the game. Just as well. Get it right now. The first of two for Willis is on the way, and it is no good. 50 seconds to go. 39-32. Why not by 7? The winner gets Fall City Sacred Heart tomorrow night second free throw finally goes in Willis gets one of two 39-33 a six-point game ball in bounded trying to force this turnover Hymas gets it over to Lawson pass into the front court picked off by Nemock Nemock fires it into the front court to Willis defender behind her trying to steal it away Willis is fouled trying to steal it away is Hoberman and that's the only thing you don't want to turn it over but you don't want to compound it with the foul stopping the clock and giving the free throws and Willis will go to the line to shoot the double bonus. Tenth foul of the game. They get the ball to her quickly. Willis puts the free throw up, and it is no good. Six of ten in the quarter, eight of 18 in the game from the line. And do we have some blood? Yeah, it looks uh, looks like there might be some blood. The official coming over telling Coach Wiesler that Hymas... Must have a little blood on the uniform, arm, leg, something. They get it over there really quick. And going to try and tape it up. And Coach Wiesler says, you know what? I've got the timeouts to use. I'm going to use them to get her back into the ball game before the next free throw is shot. 37 seconds remaining to go in this basketball game. And why not trying to hang on? 39-33 over Shelton. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians.
2: This winter's frigid temperatures, wind, snow, and road travel have caused 13 full days of closings at Bruce Furniture, resulting in a huge overstock at all locations. Only choice, clear this inventory immediately with dramatic price reductions store-wide. Must sell over $960,000 of in-stock furniture and mattresses. Famous brands, Lazy Boy, England, Serta, Flex Steel, Ashley, and more special announcement. Due to last week's
5: weather, the sale is extended through this Saturday at Bruce Furniture. Are you ready for zero dollar cost individual employee health insurance? How about company paid life insurance? What about on the job paid training? Become part of the landmark difference today. Join landmark implement your local John Deere dealer at our upcoming career fairs. Chat one on one with our team to hear what it's really like to work with us. Career fairs will be held at landmark locations, March 14th in Fairfield, March 16th in Hebron, March 21st in Holdridge, and March 22nd in Marysville, Kansas, and March 23rd in Beatrice, Nebraska. See more details at www.landmark.careers.
1: Out of the timeout, McKenna Willis to shoot her second free throw. Could cut it to five. The free throw up, the free throw good. It's 39-34, 37 seconds to go. Ogle Mueller to throw it in and does get it in. Short pass here to Hymas, runs into the defender, blocking foul, going to be called on Shelton. And smacking her head on the floor there pretty good was Meza. That is her fourth personal foul. That is the ninth or the tenth foul. The scoreboard says nine. We hope it's nine. Nine. And I think they're going to try and sub out here. Yeah, because of that, checking in is going to be Gomez for Meza. 34 seconds to go. And they are saying it is a double bonus of two shots coming up here for Hymas. She's 3 of 4 at the line. She's 4 of 5 at the line. 40 to 34. 34 seconds to go. Shelton, again, needs a miss and a rebound. Hymas' second free throw on the way. It's good. 41-34, 34 34 seconds to go. Willis down the middle of the floor. They're going to double her, deny her any kind of a shot. Over to Gomez. They've got to take a shot. There's a 28-footer from Willis. It's no good. The ball's going to go out of bounds, and it'll be why nots. Had to do something. You hope that goes to cut it to four, but you can't waste any more time, and that's probably going to be it for Shelton in their comeback attempt. Unless Why Not throws it away underneath the hoop. They don't. Clock running. 20 seconds. Playing keep away. Finally get the foul with 18 seconds. Fourth foul on Nemoc. And two free throws coming up here for Why Not. And it's going to be Why Not and Fall City Sacred Heart in the state championship game again. Oglemueller to shoot two. She's one of two at the line. Why Not played Fall City Sacred Heart. In the 2019 championship, when they won it, free throw was no good, and they played him in 2017 when Sacred Heart won it. Why not also won it in 11, 12, 13, 14, and 16? Second free throw on the way. It's no oh offensive rebound. Put back up and in, and that'll do it. Amber Lawson with the offensive put back. Timeout will be called by Why Not with 14 seconds to go, but that will be the last chance. That Shelton had and why not gonna sub the next five in with 14 seconds to go. We'll keep it here and remind you that the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is coming up next. Again, Shelton will play again tomorrow. They'll have the fourth of the four third place games over at the new Lincoln Northwest High School, and it won't be easy. They play Humphrey St. Francis at three o'clock. So why not? Getting to sub in. Isabel Hymas is in there. Eliza Lange. Mimock to throw it in to Willis. One more shot attempt here for Shelton. Willis pushes it down the middle of the floor. Bounce pass underneath to Berglund. Berglund lays it up and in. No timeout called. And that will be the end of the basketball game before they tip it to me with one second left. Aaron Gage was still handling it. I tried to tip it back to Aaron. But why not? We'll throw it in, and you'll hear the buzzer. And that's the ball game. Why not? A power in D2 basketball will head to their 12th state final where they are 8-3 overall. Shelton made a run in the fourth quarter but could get no closer than five points. It was the first three quarters that did the Bulldogs in. The final score, why not 43? And Shelton 36. Why not now 18 and 9 on the season? Shelton just their second loss to fall to 23 and 2. And we'll be back with the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, momentarily on the Vibe
9: 98-9. Larry's Market in Shelton has been providing their customers like you with fresh foods right in your hometown for 31 years. Check out the fresh produce and meats they have to offer. With weekly specials, you'll save even more by shopping local than before. Don't forget, Larry's can make up a deli tray and deli sandwiches for tailgate parties or just a family lunch. Everything you need in Shelton, why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton?
0: Best of luck, Bulldogs.
7: Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities.
3: You know how little towns are always famous for that one place that always has the best food and the friendliest people. You walk in and it's like walking into the place that you've hung out all your life. And you know the only thing you want to do is order a big, juicy steak. Clint's Tavern in Hildreth is that exact place. And guess what? The best steak and prime rib served on Saturday nights. So welcome home. Clint's Tavern, downtown Hildreth.
1: Well... It looks like that'll be the end of this semifinal Friday with Why Not winning the final game of the day over Shelton 43-36. to Lincoln High defeated Millard North in the Class A semifinal 52-38. to This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today as Why Not. On to their 12th state final with the win tonight over the Shelton Bulldogs. Hope to have a chance to chat with Coach Jeff Thober as well. But, again, you'll you'll be able to say this. If Shelton would have held them to 30 points, they would have won again. But only 15 points in the first three quarters, 21 points there in the fourth quarter. They didn't turn it over once in the fourth quarter. Why not turn it over 11 times? And you're going, well, where was that in the first three quarters? They were trying. And, of course, why not kind of – you saw it a couple other times in the tournament. They're trying to eat the clock, not rush their shots. And then when they're not scoring, they're not pressing, they're not getting into the tempo that they want, and it kind of threw them off their game. But this Shelton group of seniors really pressed it right till the very end. They got it to 39-34, but that's as close as they could get, 43-36, ending up being the final score here today. Let's go ahead and take a look at some of the final numbers. And we will start – with the Lady Bulldogs, they had six players score. Maite Mesa five points, one rebound. Aaliyah Gomez, five points. Drew Nemock, seven points, and she had a game-high ten rebounds, one block shot. Aaron Geg led the way tonight with ten points, and I guess the one thing you say there is Aaron's the freshman. She led the team in scoring in a state semifinal, so... Again, we talk about all these seniors. They're going to have a little coming back next year. But Aaron Gegg, 10 points, one rebound. Sydney Gegg had two rebounds. Macy Willis had a rebound. McKenna Willis was held to two free throws. Obviously a big part of the ball game, uh, well below her season average. Had 21 last night, but just two tonight. She had five rebounds. And Emily Berglund, 7.6 rebounds. 14 points in the first half, 22 in the second half, but Shelton was held to one point in that third quarter. They finished with 36 points in the ball game tonight. They'll also have 26 rebounds. 9 out of 19 at the free throw line. They were 7 of 11 in the fourth quarter, but you were cringing on every single one when you knew that they needed them all. Still 7 of 11 there in that fourth quarter. Only 1 of 13 from three-point land. Ironically, it was the first one they took. After they were down 7 of nothing, Mesa hit it, and then they ended up tying the game at 7, but that would be the last time the game was tied and the only time that Shelton tied the game they never had the lead one block shot and nine turnovers for Shelton they're now 23 and two and they will play in the consolation game tomorrow at three o'clock against Humphrey St. Francis at Lincoln Northwest High School for why not we'll look at their numbers after this on the new west Post Game show
10: in this business the time that counts is right now
0: Kerwin and Lisa Stewart from Shelton would like to congratulate the Shelton Bulldogs on all the accomplishments this winter sports season. We are very proud of all of you. Go
2: Bulldogs! Stop in to Moonlight Embroidery and Screen Print at 1925 Avenue 8. Let them help you show your school spirit or get your business name out there this year. Moonlight has it all from t-shirts, ball caps, polo shirts, and much more. They can screen print it or embroider it. Moonlight Embroidery and Screen Print can also keep your whole school styling with sports attire. Moonlight Embroidery and Screen Print at 1925 Avenue 8. Off Central Avenue in Kearney. Open 9 to 5 Monday through Friday. Everything looks better by Moonlight.
1: Continuing on with the new West Post Game Show here on the Vibe ninety eight nine. Let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, final stats of the basketball game for the Blue Devils. Of why not Myra Sudbeck? She hit the three pointer to start the ball game. That was her only points of the contest. She did have a couple of rebounds. Allison Weisler had three points, five rebounds, and two block shots. Lauren Haberman seven points, one rebound. Kenna Olegmuller had three points, six rebounds, and a block. Kinsley Hymas had 13 points. Ten of those were in the second half. She had five rebounds. Kayla Pinkelman, who filed out of the game, had four rebounds. Leading the way was Amber Lawson, 14 points. Nine of those were in the first half. She had four rebounds and a block shot. And Eliza Lange had one rebound in the contest. 20 points in the first half, 23 in the second half, and Why Not will finish with 43 points. 28 rebounds. They were 12-of-20 at the free throw line, including 8-of-14 in the fourth quarter. They were 3-of-9 from three-point land, did not attempt one in the fourth quarter. Four block shots. 22 turnovers and half of those I had in the fourth quarter for why not but they were able to survive that and pick up the 43-36 win over Shelton to improve to 18 and 9 head to their 12th consec not consecutive but 12th state championship in school history where they are 8 and 3 in the finals and they will play Fall City Sacred Heart in the final final tomorrow at 8:15 Hope to get a chance to chat with the head coach, Jeff Thober, so keep it here for more on the New West postgame show.
3: The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. Consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery, eClipper emailed to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, and Caro, and everywhere in between. We give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows, you might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show dangerous stunts or crazy cats, but we will keep you informed about our towns and our people.
0: Certified Piedmontese beef, real Nebraska beef.
1: And back on the New West post-game show, as always, uh, gracious to give us a little bit of time, win or loss, and most of the times it's wins, is the uh, head coach at Shelton, Jeff Dober. And sometimes we joke about it, Jeff, but uh, truly the way you keep it just even over the years on that bench as I continue to watch you tonight, it just is a calming effect on the girls. Not every coach can do that, especially on a tough night like tonight.
6: Yeah, I uh, I just told the girls that last you know, quarter of that game, I couldn't be more proud of them because they just they just kept playing. I said, that's what we do. I didn't see one attitude. I didn't see one letdown. I didn't see any dip in play, even though we were down quite a bit, and uh, they were able to come back a little bit. And um, but I, man, I couldn't be happier with this bunch.
1: Was it simply just saying we got to gamble here in the fourth quarter and and do everything we can pressure-wise? Because obviously the question is. Why was the fourth quarter so much different than the first yeah, three? Yeah, well,
6: we probably should have done it all game. You know, <laughs> playing that many people definitely probably should have done it all game. But um, you did what you did. Um, and and we struggled a little with their their pressure and, and not very good coaching because we haven't done a ton of man offense. So we've played zone teams for about three weeks now. And this was the first man up in your face we've seen in a long time and... Just didn't respond. We couldn't get into what we wanted to get into, and we knew we had an advantage of the post, but we just couldn't get into our offense. And and uh, that's credit to Why Not for their great defense and and uh, poor coaching for not getting us a little better, ready prepared. So, but it is what it is. Uh, it sure wasn't lack of effort.
1: Why Not might be the only team that could run as many kids onto the floor as you do. Uh, did you anticipate that in this game tonight?
6: Yeah, they've done. I've watched Why Not quite a few times. Over well, you years. do your uh, scouting, I know that. Well, just watching them on TV on Saturdays, you know, for many years. And uh, they play a lot of kids, and, uh, and and that's why they have a good program. They're good year after year. So I thought our programs are very similar in that aspect.
1: It seemed, and again, it's a six-point game at half, so everything, you know, wide open. Anybody can make a comeback, and we saw that a little bit today. But it just seemed when the ball's not going in the hoop, and, and the few times that he did get some... Open layups in transition, miss one, miss two, right. lob it inside, and then, then it seemed like they'd look up and there's the rim, so they'd have to get a little off balance. It just seemed like it was th- that much, and yeah. I'm putting my fingers very close together. Yeah. Uh, wh- what could you tell that was different tonight besides what Why Not did? I mean, was it just an off night? Uh...
6: I don't know. I think, you know, we make three fourths of our two footers, and I think we win, you know, yeah. and, and that's just that happens, and it happens during the year too but sometimes you can overcome it and against good teams you can't so i thought free throws was a big thing they made theirs we didn't make ours so there were definitely points we left out there um
1: what they what they do against mckenna i mean was it just that good of one-on-one defense that they put out there i mean you got a girl that scores 12 she had 21 last night
6: i think the problem is it was one on five sometimes because we weren't able to get in our offense Mm -hmm. and get it to her a second time so um, a lot of times when she would drove, it was in transition, and there was other girls. She would beat her girl, but found a couple more underneath there. So kind of a lack of running our offense and spreading the ball out like we needed to to get the driving lanes. And I'd say maybe she had a little off night, too. Just wasn't as um, consistent as she usually does, But um, but she still fought and did everything she could.
1: Couple more for Jeff Thober, uh, Shelton head coach. The kids get to play one more time uh, together tomorrow. Uh, how do you approach that game tomorrow? Besides just, hey, we're going to play it like if it was game ten of the season.
6: Yeah, um, I told them that we're just going to go have a blast playing that game and win or lose, we're going to get a particip- participation medal. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, I mean, that's our attitude. We're going to go try to win tomorrow, but we want to have as much fun as we can, especially knowing it's the last seniors' game. So we're going to go and fight and have you know smile and cheer and celebrate everything good we do and see if we can't come out with a, with the w on our last game
1: and i asked you about this earlier in the week on the Doug and daddy show what a crop of seniors it seems like most of the teams in our area are not senior loaded there's only about 2 or 3 out of the 25 maybe that i've covered this year uh this is a hell of a group of seniors because they've been together not just since they were freshmen but before that and it brought along with you shelton basketball back to the forefront
6: yeah it's it's uh they've done a lot we talked about this game doesn't define us it's the whole body of work the last four years that defines what shelton basketball is and um no reason to hang their heads and Keep your head up and just understand what all you've done and what all you've accomplished and what Shelton basketball used to be and what it is now.
1: Yeah, had some good runs for a while. We talked about the 50-game losing streak. That's in the past, and uh, I know you got some freshmen and some kids that will be back, and, and they'll be winning a lot of ball games again next year. So, uh, Jeff, always appreciate it, man. Good luck tomorrow. Great run with your kids.
6: Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it.
1: That is the head coach of the Shelton Lady Bulldogs, Jeff Thober. They come up short despite a heck of a run here in the fourth quarter, 43-36. Well, that's going to be it for me on the girls' coverage because tomorrow, Mike Will will have both Hastings games for you, and uh, we will have the 9 o'clock game between St. Cecilia and Centura on ESPN Tri-Cities and KHAS. followed by Adams Central taking on North Bend Adam Central knocks off Bridgeport. Now they've got to knock off the three-time defending state champion. That's at 11. St. Cecilia is in their fifth consecutive final, trying to win it for the fourth time in the last five years. The only time they lost was to North Bend. So well, what a run they've had, in Centura playing for their first ever state championship. So we'll have that doubleheader for you tomorrow on KHAS and the Centura-St. Cecilia game, also on ESPN. Thanks to all the coaches And to all the fine folks that make our basketball possible, I'll be back with you next week when Elm Creek takes the floor on Wednesday at 1045. Plus Amherst, Donovan Trumbull, SEM, and the Shelton Bulldog boys next Thursday. They play at 6 o'clock. Again, the final score. Is why not 43, Shelton 36. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post game show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. This is Doug Duda from the Devaney Center in Lincoln saying good night, everyone, from the girls' state tournament.
0: State tournament basketball on News Channel Nebraska Radio has been brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Nutrient Ag Solutions, for innovative technologies, local expertise, best in class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. This has been an exclusive presentation of News Channel Nebraska Sports.